The reading is from Acts chapter 2 today. Many people believed and became Jesus' new friends and helpers, and the wonderful news of Jesus spread like sparks from a fire to villages, towns, cities. Every day more and more people believed. And so it was that the family of God's children, his special people, grew. They sold property and possessions to give to anyone who had need. Every day they continued to meet together in the temple courts. They broke bread in their homes and ate together with glad and sincere hearts, praising God and enjoying the favour of all the people. And the Lord added to their number daily those who were being saved. There is power around us. Power in the sun, the light, power in the wind or in the water. And that energy was able to move, to do something. And we have the power when we switch on the lights or when we need night light. We use that power, some people use that power to brush their teeth. We use that power to for our phones and laptops. We use that power even to keep our houses warm, thankfully. And sometimes, if we're unlucky enough, we get zapped pretty badly through that power, through that energy. That experiment showed us how that power surrounds us. And we believe that God, who created it all, is a God of power. By that I mean that God is able to make things happen. God makes things happen. He's a powerful God. He makes things happen. And in Jesus we saw and we can read about what Jesus made happen. God with us. He healed. He protected those in need. He spoke up for those. He gave second chances. God gives courage. And God loves. Maybe the greatest power of them all. The power that sources it all. God loves. And this powerful God, well, God had a dream. And we see that dream come true in the Bible. Andrew just read to us how the first people meet and how they shared life and how they shared all they had. They were really generous people with each other and they acted they did all these things out of love. And since then, we've had people who reminded us, us today, who also believe in that same Jesus and that same God, how we can keep on living God's dream. And people who dreamt this dream is Paul, Peter, Lydia, Mary, way later, Julian of Norwich, Franz of Assisi, Rosa Parks, and then Martin Luther King, who actually picked up the words, I have a dream. 
I have a dream that one day each of God's children can live in a society, in a world that makes love its highest virtue. Martin Luther King reminded us of this vision God has for his church. A vision that is a hopeful expectation. Something you don't see happening yet, but you know what happened one day. You hope, you expect to happen one day. And that is to have a dream that God's power of love will not remain in a confined space but will break out for those who have no power. Well, now you might say, well, Steph, these are pretty big words. How does that even look like practically? And how do you live it anyway, yourself? And I would have to tell you, these are fair questions. For me, it starts with getting inspired. Who inspires you? I've talked about the people who remind us of God's dream of his church. And I personally needed people who continuously inspired me to chase after that dream myself. To chase after a church that wants to change this world with love. And to change myself as a part of that church to change the world that surrounds me with love. And sometimes it's a small thing like biting my tongue and swallowing the comment I want to say. And sometimes I am allowed to take part in bigger decisions. But it always comes back to the people who inspired me in the first place. Because despite all God's power, despite him being able to make it all happen, he wants to make it happen through you and me. This is how God wants to show his dream. And so, who inspires you? And and what are you inspired to do? How do you chase after God's dream? <laughs>